0: First rule is marriage works, only if you're willing to work. But, um, the um, one of the challenges we people have when they come, happy you know, have couples come to me, and one of the questions they always have, like, you know, why are we having so many problems? So of course that's a ridiculous question because when you have like five couples come to you in a span of a few weeks, each one with the same question, why do we only we have problems? You realize that that's not true. right? But I know that. They don't know that. So I, so my answer is, like you know, so you're walking down the street and you meet this uh, somebody asks, you know, how's it going? You say, more Hashem, it's great, it's wonderful, etc. Ah, you just had a major fight with your wife. But you're not going to say that. So now you meet your friend to you ask him, how's it going? Like, yeah, great, wonderful. Maybe he had the same fight with his wife also. But you don't believe, the, the, you know you didn't have him, yeah, you believe him. Maybe it's also facade. So it's normal to have challenges. That's the first step there's a beautiful story about Sholem HaZalman by his wife, Slavaya. So he got up and he said um, that they were married over 50 years. The minute is, the minute is that the, the husband asked for Sholem and his wife, which Slavaya, they were married over 50 years and never once had a disagreement. So somebody told me that that's such a beautiful story, that's an important story you know, for Shalma HaZalman. As I said, that story is not, has actually undermined Sholem as far as I'm concerned. Because we all have fights with our wives. But we think they were supposed to be like Rosh Hashanah, and then and we're not. So we feel guilty, and we have problems. You know, so it creates this angst, and you're know, like, you know, like, hello, that story is irrelevant. For, 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 but Malachim, like Rosh Hashanah, is wonderful for human beings. It's irrelevant. So don't, that story just makes people confused. It's a beautiful story, but it's not relevant to our lives. It's like, it's like saying, you know, Ramosha Feinstein, you know, you read the book. So by the time he was nine years old, he'd finished Baba Kamabam and see Pastor. Like, what does the story do for me? Nothing. You know, like it just makes me feel like, you know, yeah, I'm really stupid. <laughs> you know, like so these type of stories are, are not not really helpful. Okay. So marriages. You know you have like they have like you know these happinesses and then it has like you know has like a sentence. So marriages. Fill in the blank. Marriage is. Um, okay. <laughs> you can think for a second. Oh, okay. Marriages. Okay. Bliss. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> not joking. Um, no, joking. New. New. Marriages work. Marriages oh. work, yeah. Think. On the clock. Giving, loving. Giving, loving. Working together. Working together. Beautiful answers. Okay, great. All good answers. Okay. The answer, my wife and I did a a poll. Uh, <laughs> my wife and I had a... So a, those are all good answers? Any answer you say is a good answer. That's part of being, learning how to talk when you marriage. Um, oh, wow. That's such a beautiful idea. <laughs> so my wife and I did this uh, marriage seminar. We were in Dayton, Ohio for a seed program. And the Rob who was running it was this... A Shmaka guy, b'altshuva, college degree, etc. Phenomenal writer, phenomenal speaker, the most unopposing person you'll ever meet in your life. He looked like so, like so plain and blase until he opened his mouth. You're like blown away. This man was like, wow, he just wowed you. So yeah, we said no problem, we be happy to do it, etc. We get there and there's this sign, "Love Jewish Style." Everything you wanted to know about love, dating, and marriage. A free discussion with, with Rabbi and Mrs. Uh, you're all like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, you know, So we, we so we thought. Like, yeah, we better come up with something good. When we present this seminar. So we, we gave everybody got a piece, good piece of paper, a pencil. Marriages—that's the first thing we did. That's okay. But then, then we gave our answer. marriage is an opportunity, to bec- opportunity to become a, to become a no saint That's what marriage is. So Human beings are bo- born focused on themselves. The child is born. You know, it's three, three o'clock in the morning and the child is wet. He's hungry. He's irritated. So what he do? Screams his kishkas out. He's waking up his father, he's waking up his mother, waking up his siblings, waking up the neighbors. He doesn't care. It's all about me. Right? That's where we start. He's cute, so we don't mind, you know. When a fifty year old does it, it's not so but when a you know a little baby does it, yeah, that's you know, that's right. And the process of life is to wean us from being notelim to becoming no stem. So that's in his, Mr. Le'O writes about, he has something called Kudras al the Chelikal the Treatise on Loving Kindness, is the English name for it, and the ink, Strive for Truth. You should read it. You should all read it. It's a required reading for any Chassid and kala. You can do it together with your kala. You can read it together. It's beautiful What's it called again? it's about on a page or something you know it's very early on and his theory is that Barashim was a no we want to make a haba. you can't make a Habo and be connected to Baruch Boruchu if you're not a no-sing because Baruch Boruchu is a no so all the life is learning about becoming, becoming a no-sing and some people are more inclined towards it it's easier for them and some people have to work on it and that's fine and that, that's you know whatever you know but um, marriage is going to give you that opportunity. Marriage is very challenging. So what are you going to have to give? what are you going to be giving? you are giving money? Uh, well, not, maybe your wife will be making more money than you. right? Time? yes. there's something more important than giving time. And I'll explain what that is. Um, I think the, the rule of all marriage can come down to one simple rule. Um, and then, we'll, which sounds like makes makes it sound very easy, and it seems very challenging. The question is why. I have to explain that. So, what's the rule? All right, You ready? Remember this. You're, you're, everything's great. Call my the son in law. Right? He'll call the the, the, the gear says, "Can you give me all the on one foot?" He said, "Yes." Call my the son in law. That what you don't like to do to somebody else? Do you like being ignored? No. Don't ignore your wife. Do you like being yelled at? No. Yell at your wife. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you like being noticed? Yes, notice your wife. Oh, all those things are very simple, right? That's the rule. Right? So, why is the marriage so challenging? Um, marriage is very easy, right? They're not going, you didn't go in, etc. The worst rate is over 66% for, for people who got married since the year 2000. Older couples, is less. They factor them in, all these things. The first is about 52% in the United States of America. That's including couples before the year 2000. The years of 2000, now, I, we, we'd all like to believe that the average person gets married in the year 2015, 2016, 2017, believes they're going to be dads. Right? That's why they're getting married. So you know what? We're probably at the worst enemy, but let's enjoy it while we're at it. I don't think that's what they're saying. They're saying, you know, I don't know, right? Right? They believe they're going to be dads, But they're not. And all those people who got divorced, those, those of the, you know, I don't know, fifty million people got got married in the last, you know, right? all of them believe they're going to be dads, and thirty million didn't, right? So what's why is it so challenging? What's the difficulty? So there's a story. There's a book. Go, my son. Have you ever read the book? Go, my son. From time Shapiro. From time Shapiro. M. was, a few years ago, lived in Baltimore. He was uh, Talmud in Europe, in Yeshiva, in Lomza. and was in Poland. When the war broke out. He was able to get back home. I guess he, might be. he lived in Lomzha. His family was from Lomzha. And before the war broke out, his mother realized that the chances of them surviving the war would be minimal. At least somebody should survive. And she said, instead of him staying with the family, go, go, my son. That was the name of the book. So amongst his many, this, the, the book is fascinating. He, he was in Siberia. He was in the Ural Mountains. He was in Kazakhstan, and he was in he was in the Outer Mongolia. He fought he fought in, in Poland with against with the Russian army against. Then he's then he that he smuggled himself out. And it, 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 it's to be, it's a, it's, a, it's a fascinating book. One of the stories over there. So Rukhaim is is traveling. Um. In outer Mongolia, outer Mongolia, right? Okay. No, I don't know if it's much about outer Mongolia, but it's there's not too much there. Okay, a lot of dirt roads, desert. Okay, so he's traveling along, and it's dirt road, and it's raining, so it's muddy. And he sees a person sleeping on the side of the road, and as he's sleeping, like the, the wagons are going by, and the wagons are throwing up mud onto this person's body, onto his face. And the kind of Spirits, you know, so he, with, the, with, the, with a nice warm Jewish heart, so he takes the fellow's blanket and pulls it over the, the, the sleeping individual's face to protect him from the mud. Next thing you know, somebody is jumping on his back and starts hitting him and screaming at him in some langu- in some foreign language. He has no idea what the guy's saying, why the guy's hitting him, why the guy's attacking him. He's like yelling at him, like accusing him of something. He has no idea what he's being accused of. So he's able to, he turns around, he He's able to take hold of his attacker and control you know pit him down and then he starts communicating to them, why did you attack me so they communicate finally they able to communicate and the attacker can, accuses know time Shapiro of trying to murder the sleeping individual he said, murder I was trying to help him she so says so again the conversation goes you know they are communicating through symbols and some words that finally so apparently in this nation's religious belief, when a person sleeps, the the soul leaves the body through the face. So if the face is covered during sleep, the soul cannot fully return to the body. And in their religion, that's called murder. That's tantamount to murder. So here we have Rav Tom Shapiro trying to do a chesed. And by this fellow is being interpreted as murder different cultures have different interpretations of different things. So Chazal said, No Am You're trying to do Chesed, and she interprets it as murder. Right? <laughs> so, you don't like being yelled at, don't yell at your wife. Her definition of being yelled at is different than yours. You don't like being ignored. Her definition of being ignored is different than yours. You, don't, you, you like being noticed. Her definition of being noticed is different than yours. Her definition of everything is different than yours. Every single thing that's the challenge now so what are you going to give her All right now but there's a the next step of course we, we, we were blessed with something called me me stands for male ego right me right right the word me stands for male ego and male ego means that we really are right you know we see it the right way and you know i tolerate other people's beliefs but you know i really see it right what you're going to give to your wife is the, the ability to see the world through her eyes and the fact that she also has a 100% valid way of looking at the world. And that's what you're going to give her. You're going to give her your mind. And there's nothing more precious than your mind. Now that's the tremendous... Now, when you, you, when you accomplish that, you can do that with your children. You can learn to see the world from their vantage point point, understand them. You can then learn to do it with your neighbors and with the, the community and the world. And you learn to be a person who can really understand people, empathize with them, and help them. Because you learned it in the training ground called marriage. Okay, so what we're going to do is go through some differences between men and women to help you understand some, how they're different and then help you understand maybe how they're seeing it differently than you will and how you want to tr- try and uh, address, use that to understand it. Okay. Cardinal rule in marriage. Cardinal rule in, in life. Communication is not what you said. It's what the other person heard. Uh, but I said, I don't care what you said. If, if you did not find a way to communicate to the other person what you need to communicate, you didn't communicate. Right? Communication means you pass something to somebody else. So if I say... I love you, and other person to hear is, I hate you, I didn't communicate love, but I said, I love you, Well, I thought you were joking, I thought you meant you really, but you're upset at me. Right? So I communicated, upset. Well, I don't know what I'm communicating. Well, you have to see, be able to see it from another person's vantage point to know what you're communicating. So that's a very important rule. Never fall back with, that's what I said, or I thought, or I meant. I don't care what you said, thought, or meant, what the other person hears is what you would need to know. You have to be able to hear it from their end. Okay. Now, um, I also want to point out, it requires this thing at one point in time, it says, "Was the difference between a boss and a, and a worker? The difference between a boss and a worker is very simple. The worker goes to home at the end of the day when there's problems, and the boss stays till the problem is fi- fixed. You want to be a boss in your marriage? Fine, no problem. It means you have responsibility to make sure that things work. <laughs> Okay, that's the definition of being a boss. Is. Okay, first difference. And um, um, no specific order. So you've heard the difference between, you know, women and men are more logical, women are more feeling. And again, that's a general statement, but that's, that doesn't really um, get it to 100%. So um, there has been some issue, a financial issue that the, you know, you're having, and you know there's a very important letter that you're waiting for, which may make, make, make a big difference in being able to, to afford what you have, you know, paying the the, the mortgage, and you know. And uh, you're sitting by lunch, and you're looking at your wife, and you know she's talking to you, and then you realize that the mail came, so you start flipping through the mail to see if that letter came, and she says to you, "You're not listening to me." Right, so you say of course I'm listening to you and you repeat verbatim every word she just said Right? <laughs> now there's no way that you could listen to repeat verbatim every word they said if you weren't listening to her <laughs> so you've proven beyond a shadow of a doubt it's, it's impossible that you weren't listening to her and she says we you're not listening to me right and you're like one second that? that's ridiculous what's the answer she, she doesn't want you to listen she wants to be able to feel like you're listening to her that's what it means feeling versus love. i prove logically beyond no a shadow of a doubt with any type of an argument I would, That's a clear, this is 100% proof that I was listening to her she doesn't want, well, doesn't want proofs she wants to feel that you're listening to her a woman's feeling is there are sensory perceptions she can see it she can hear it She's, I listen, listen to a man on the receiving end of a phone call Listen to a woman on receiving end the phone call. Okay, let me you know. Man receiving the phone call. Hello? Yeah. Oh, Shamalai. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I'm here. All right? Listen to a woman receiving on the phone call. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Beautiful. Oh, that, <laughs> that, there's constant feedback. The other person knows they feel the other person is there they feel the other person is with them men don't give feedback You know, one day at some point in your life you might become a public speaker and you will see the difference between speaking to an audience of women and speaking to an audience of men you speak to an audience of men and you have get people look like this are they listening? are not listening? do they enjoy what I'm saying? They, don't, they hate what I'm saying? you have no idea once in a while you got one guy in the back you know, will give you feedback, and it's like you know you'll keep looking back at him, you know, you know, smile. You know, women. Like, there's constant <laughs> feedback with their face. Body language. Like you'll see them, you'll see them move. There's constant physical there's going to be things which are sensory perception. Feeling means there's gonna be sensory perception. Okay. You come home and um Wife, so sure she really had a really hard day, you know, a really hard day, you know, you know, my uncle was, was sick this morning, and, you know, he threw a ball over me three times, you know, and I cleaned him up, and I finally, I was so exhausted, you know, and I didn't sleep last night, you know, and then, and I finally got him, got him, calmed down, and I gave him the, the medication, and he fell asleep, and then Beryl started screaming, and woke up my uncle, and it was, gone got out of my mind, right, so the man said many things, you know, Really, we have enough room in the house to have Beryl and your uncle to different rooms now. There's no reason to put him in the same room. So, she so said, oh, you know, I think really we should move Beryl to a different room now. And the wife, like, gives him this look. He's like, what I say wrong? I like, such a good, a good solution. She wasn't asking you for a solution. She was asking you to empathize with her situation. What's the logical thing when a person comes in and gives you a problem? You give them a solution, right? That's the logical thing to do. And, and I'm a man. that's what that's what I want her, that's what I think she wants me to do. She doesn't want your logic. She wants to feel that you feel with her situation. Okay, so that means I've seen feeling a logic. Now, we, we approach things differently. You know, it's, there's so many differences, which like, and once you start noticing them, like, you'll notice even, you know, with your cow you, know, you know, like, like, you have these conversations. And you're not communicating on percent percent. You realize, like, because, like, it's like, right? Now, I have to tell you. I want to warn you that, you know, women are unpredictable. So one time she'll actually want, want a, she'll want a solution, but she won't tell you that beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that means like this. So one time, you know, you know, she say, you know, she, she you know she'll share her whole day, etc. You know, and you'll you know you know wow, that was really hard, and uh, uh, it must have been so difficult for you, and you really empathize, with She says, why don't you give me some ideas how to deal with it? I'm like, hmm. Next day, you say, okay, you know, she wants ideas. Next day, you know, she says, you know, well, why do you do it? She said, why do you just listen to what I'm doing, you know, how bad it was, you know? I, you're like, hmm. They won't tell you beforehand which, what they want, okay? So, like, you know, I'm not promising anything. Okay. <laughs> are you... Yeah. I want to know um, how long... Basically, you're able to give a solution, but only after you empathize. I Meaning, how long do you have to empathize before giving a solution? I Meaning, you could give a solution in the same conversation, or you should wait till the next day? Or well, you shouldn't get... No, there's no reason why you can't. You know, you have to, first, you have to feel that... In a woman's mind, giving a solution means you're moving away from the real issue, which is her pain. As long as you can communicate very clearly that you've related to her pain, to her challenge, to her frustration, etc., and you really care about it, then you can move to the next step, you know. you can, Or you can ask her, you know, do, do, we, do you want to try and brainstorm some some ideas on how to deal with it? You know, you want to talk about it later? Mm-hmm. She wants to, you know what, we'll talk, she might, and she'll give you honest feedback, because once you've given, it's not like, you know, I can't deal with this, you're, you know, your your hysteria, please let's talk about something else. If that's not the message, the message is I really care, and I'm interested, then you can, you can she will give you honest feedback, but I mean, you can ask her that. Um, We'll talk about the idea of, you know, just like, instead of like, Trying to figure it out sometimes, asking for feedback is not a bad thing either. We'll see when that. Sometimes, like what, you can't figure it out yourself. You're know, like, oh, yeah, you know. So yeah, same. Yeah, same question. Same question. Uh-huh. Okay, that's difference number one. You know, again, we haven't, um, we haven't uh, exhausted that. We'll come back to it. A lot of these we're going to see they, they start, inter-, inter, overlaying each other as you see the different differences. The second difference I I, I refer to is it's called solar systems. Okay. So what is in the middle of the solar system, please? Sun. Sun, good. Yeah, Very, good. Very good. Very Excellent. Okay. For okay. <laughs> we'll put the sun in the middle of the solar system and everything everything revolves around the sun. Yeah. Okay. So I would if I'd ask a man to describe his solar system, what is it like? To revolve around. Me. Right. Me. Right. Right. Okay. Me, that's a one answer. The big male sun. ego. Okay. Male ego. Okay well. Uh, practically what does his life revolve around? his wife, his kids his job, learning sports the hobbies, right? he has a lot of things in the middle of his so. and everything, everything in his life revolves around those things in the middle what does a woman's life revolve around? her husband kids ends there okay so, I'll prove it to you, okay? Two scenarios. Scenario number one. Scenario number one is the husband's home not feeling well, and he's, you know, not, uh, not terribly, you know, nothing life-threatening, just, you know, bad virus, twenty four hour virus, throwing up, diarrhea, feeling horrible, et cetera, but, you know, nothing dangerous. Wife's got to go to work. Got to, you know, got to support the family, you know. So, the wife leaves home, going to work, feeling, like, totally guilty that she left her husband at home, like, sick like a dog middle of the day she calls and she texts and she you know she even might be like run home like, take a long lunch break and run home to check on, see how he's doing etc and at the end of the day she's an emotional wreck right because you know she felt guilty that she left her husband home like that and she had to go to work you know and she's just torn with the, in ways. Good. scenario number two wife is home with the virus nothing life threatening just like pretty sick etc the husband goes off to work and what happens? He gets involved in his work and forgets about his wife. Now, he's a good husband so he calls once or twice during the day, you know, but he basically, you know, has a day, you know, if it's life-threatening, you know, it's, it's hard, to, but, he, you know, it's, nothing's dangerous. Just, she's not feeling well, you know, so, you, do we got to do work, etc.? Comes at the end of the day and his wife asks him, how was your day at work? Now, that question really, the translation means, I know that the tables be turned, I would have had a horrible day at work. How was your day at work? That was the translation of that question. The poor man does not know that's the translation of the question. He says, I had a good day at work. Wife hears, he doesn't love me. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Okay. So she has this response, and the guy's like, what did I say wrong? She asked me a question, and I gave it on his answer. Because he forgot solar systems. Okay? What's the proper answer? we'll get to that in a second <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there's an answer there's an answer, there's an answer. <laughs> there's the, the answer is the solution for the soul system is next week okay um, right. okay. Um, okay so Yaakov Avino has two wives so he, moves in, he comes to the, the, the tent of Rochel right? he's thinking about Rochel, don't think about Leia when he's with Rochel he goes to Leah he thinks about Leah. a woman marries one man, she can't marry two men because she connects much more intensely to her man she hasn't room for two men in her lives. A man has room for two women in his lives. So we don't have two women now. We have, we have other things. Right? Um, we can compartmentalize that. We, can, we, we, don't, we don't connect as intensely, and therefore we can compartmentalize because it's not the same level of intensity. Okay. So um, a woman one day will realize, you know, a, a, a student woman one day will realize, you know, my husband has a second wife. It's called learning. Or work, right? and We're gonna have to deal with. Is that that's painful for her? How to deal with that? That's all part of the, the challenges of. All sorts of okay. Mainly, so what's the main reason why a woman came married to men? You're saying because, because he, she she intense she intense she connects intensely to a way that there's no room for two men in her life. Okay. Now, husband comes, uh, 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 leaving in the morning. Wife says, "You know, what would you like for supper?" Right. So the husband, you know, really feels bad for his wife it's a big tear because she says, you know, whatever you make is fine right, such a nice answer, right, good beautiful answer, okay right. logical, good answer, right okay, so let's change the scenario, don't change the scenario like, a little bit, uh, right, just change the scenario a little bit okay, so I mean, we're not over there with a Zurnik, and we probably don't know too much about the there a but imagine a person has this big getchka, and he bows down to his getchka and he comes, you know, with his offering to the getchka and the getchka says, not interested whatever, whatever you do is fine how did the person feel? All right? Pretty bad. Pretty bad, right? All right. So, he he made an offering to his this very very important being in his life and they the basically said, you know, whatever. All right? So the wife said, I want him. I like to separate to make you happy, because that's my focus of my life. And one says whatever. Okay. Um I had this scenario. I, I said this once. I gave a gave a, <clears throat> a speech on Sholem Bayis uh, for about all about them and I had this. I said this example, and I had this major. This guy was a CFO of a, a multi-billion-dollar corporation. The guy was on the floor. Especially the guy was laughing so hard. And the guy was on the floor as I said, "Man, I didn't mean to publicize this guy's life." <laughs> <laughs> You know, and like, you know but like he did, you know, by that reaction. Like, wow, I know what happened on his what's going on in his ass. Okay, so here he goes. It's like this. So I said, so, woman, you know, we live in America, and America's the thing you can, like, you can buy, you can return, there's, there's, there's no questions to ask, return policy. So a woman goes to the store, let's say before you have or, you know, before a and she wants to buy, she needs to buy a dress. So she can't, really, you know, so she picks out three or four dresses. She comes home, and the plan is she'll try them on for her husband. And then whatever one he likes, she'll keep. And she'll return the other ones. Right? Not an uncommon plan. So, the wife comes home, and you know, he says, you know, says, you know, your uncle, would you mind, you know, t- tell me which, one you, you know, which dress you like the best, you know. He says, okay. He puts on dress number one, dress number two, dress number three. Poor guy, uncle. can't tell the difference between one and two and three. Now, one, the bow is over here. Two of the bows over here, and three of the bows over here. Like, you know. but to him they look all exactly the same. So that he's not stupid. He's, you know, he, he CFO for corporation for a reason, right? So he says, you know, thinks Kluge and he says, My dear wife, you are so beautiful. Whatever you wear looks beautiful. And the wife says, You don't like the dresses. <laughs> and the guy said like, what did I say wrong? And when I said that line, I had the guy on the floor. I said, same I know guy, same guy. That guy. So I said this, it's the same I, I said, oh, this I, line. Same guy. this This is what this is what I said. I had the guy on the floor, and I said, "Man, I know it goes on in his house." You know? um, so I said, so, I said what? "So hard, poor guy." I said, what? I said, what? I said what? "You know, this is this was like a sixty-year-old man, A fifty or sixty-year-old man who was married like forty years, right?" And he's like, you know. He said, this scenario must play out in his life who knows how many times you know? I said what was the problem He says, why did your wife go to the store to buy dresses man's answer is because she likes looking pretty woman's answer is Cause I want my husband to enjoy the way I look so I want to buy a present for him that he should be happy the way I look so she went to her getchka to make an offering and he said whatever so of course she's hurt Right? Logic. Right? Guy walks in the house and says, says, do you like it? And you're so like, okay, one second. Like what? Um, I'm supposed to notice something. Um, okay. She's wearing the regular not No, no clothes. Okay, good. Um, supper's regular supper. Okay, no. Look at the it Like, you know, nothing looks any different. Uh, you know, um... Cars the same outside like it like, like <laughs> I uh, I, 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 what <laughs> am I supposed to like? <laughs> she says, um, "What do you think? Uh, you know, I, you know, I, dear. I'm just. I, I can't really not notice anything. Like, what am I supposed to notice I move that plant from there to there. Doesn't it look so much nicer over there? He's like, "Oh, we had a plant." <laughs> 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 <that> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it looks beautiful over there. Yeah, like, you know, like, like poor guy, you know. But the problem is, you know, he doesn't understand. It's not, she doesn't want to stop his opinion. She she moved that plan from place A to place because she thought her husband would enjoy the house looking nice. Okay, so let's go back to this upper question. Okay, so here's here goes, you know, someone might, you know, the guy listened to the share, and he clicked off right at this point. And he says, it goes back to, wife asks him, you know, okay, what do you want to supper tomorrow? He says, oh. Steaks. She says, you know, hamburgers. She says, I say. The stores are closed because it's the holiday. I do need chop meat. And my husband wants hamburgers. I feel so horrible. I, would you mind? I, I feel so horrible. I, I, really, I apologize. I There's no hamburgers. Uh, you know, the guy says, oh, man, I just had hamburgers because I really don't care. But I just want to make her happy that you give an answer. And now I really blew it. You know, like <laughs> for the next two hours, I said, oh, you want a hamburger, I don't want hamburger. I feel so bad. I'll make it up to you. Don't worry. And the guy says, whoa. So the first question we ask is, what is available? what is available that's the answer to the supper question that's the first step okay. so what, you know, what, what is available. Available. before you before you give an answer you better know what's available <laughs> you know don't say hamburgers when there's no chopped meat in the house and she has to run to the store now and it's too late to do that right Right. am that what is available okay so she says you know we have you know there's I there's, you know, have some ground meat you know and I have some chicken you know, at that point in time, you really couldn't care less. I, I, I like ground meat and chicken exactly the same, right? So you can say whatever you want, but you know, you know. I said, you know, last week you made this really nice dish out of the, the ground meat; it was really very nice. She says, "Oh, great! You want to do it again?" Yeah. You know, not sure. I'd say, oh, I don't want to do it again. It was the last week. You probably want something else, don't you? No, um, um, mm-hmm. All right. So I'm not guaranteeing that you're going to figure this out very easily. You will get to learn to understand your. um Okay, now uh, um, so the husband is expected home. The Chazanich has a beautiful letter. He writes to Chassan, so Shana Roshana about one of the important things he says is the following. Okay, so we pray Hashem, right? So the wife is expecting her husband home, and the husband comes home late. So the wife has a strong reaction to the fact that the husband came home late, and she didn't let him. She, he didn't let her know, you know. So nowadays it looks like almost you know, except for Shabbos Yom like you know. It's beautiful. You know, I phone call. I forgot my cell phone at Okay, it's somebody else's cell phone. Like, you will know, be creative, you know. Like, like where you're, I was in yeshiva, there was no the cell phones available. There was no five hundred. I just didn't think of it. Like, no, don't do that. You know, if you're gonna be late, you let them know that you're going to be late. You know. But but he didn't do that. So he walks in, and the wife is really upset at him. I mean, like, like what did he do? We just came away a little bit. What is she hearing? You didn't want to rush back. You didn't care enough to call. You didn't care enough to come back on time because I'm waiting here for you. Right. Good, good, good. Stronger. Okay. You don't love him. <laughs> you don't love him. Rejection. 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 <laughs> you don't love <laughs> She's hearing rejection. Right? He went off to one of his other wives, other of his other wives, he sent her back in this and this time, and then he stayed longer with Leia and said come back to Rochel. like what a Ro thing it's not he went he went to yeshiva, you know said- w- women are so so happy that their husband should learn and one woman also realized that a, a person who's really looking at learning his learning is 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 competition for for his focus it's like a it's like a like just you know there's Rochel, Leia, learning you know that, you know so at some point in the woman's life she says you know my husband's learning to talk more important than me you know like you know he stays longer and he forgets about me he gets involved learning that's my husband and she's proud of it she gets used to it and she's proud of it but at the beginning it's like whoa wait these these things are only applicable certain of these things are applicable only the very beginning or so, all these things like uh, continuous throughout the entire um, my shita is um chassanish says that shana rishana a woman needs pius we'll get to that idea all right and the mission says that Al don't talk to a woman too much um, so it doesn't apply whenever a woman needs you have to mafias her we have to like appease her we we'll call shana rishana pius that's what he writes so I have one addendum to the letter and nowadays that's all 50, first fifteen years counts for shana rishana <laughs> <laughs> we have guests like kids friends years. could come over I don't know how to do that <laughs> okay. The woman, the husband walks in and the wife says, you know, I, I, pushed, I, 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 I was ready to call the hospital. I thought, you know, something happened to you. Like, you know, she was like, push it. Right? How could you not call me? Well, I mean, again, back to my brother you know, like, if you'd see his, like, getchka, like, you know, missing, you'd get very nervous. Like, oh my, my getchka's missing. Like, it looks like something happened to my getchka. She's over-concerned with her husband's welfare. Like, you know, right? Women are, constantly protecting their husband. The husband like, please just like let me alone. I don't have to wear like, you know, seventeen pairs of socks in forty five degree weather. You know, like you know, i be like you know, like oh, she's getting gonna catch a cold. You had a cold last week and you're really under the weather and you know and you I'm feeling well 'cause you know you, you I heard you sniffling last night, you know. Like that's what you're gonna get. See so you should feel mothered. It's a nice thing to feel mothered, right? All right? She cares about you. But that means because you're very important to her. Right? Okay. Um. We'll do one more. and then it's enough for you guys. When symbol- does Rebbe remind us why we want to get married? He <laughs> just <laughs> did. You uh, do it? Um, How are you feeling today? I don't know. Uh, I said at the beginning a marriage is opportunity to become a no nosey. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's all like a bunch yes. of tricks. Like what you really? Like, what is what, this we're, actually? We're gonna be? get. we We're, g- of, like, we're like, gonna like, get there now. Stops. Now. Um, one last point over here before we go to the next one. Is, you know, so there's a fellow named Arya Pimensky. He lives up in uh, in Toronto, and he does he does marriage se- seminars. Okay, and um, he does. You know, he have like you know multiple couples at the same time. He puts the men on one side, the women on the other side. and This is his first session, and, and, and you know, he says, "Before we start, you know, I want to give you, you know, men as one group and women as other group, answer some basic questions about the, about marriage." So fine. So gives out the questionnaire to the men, questionnaire to the women, and gives them fifteen minutes to to discuss it amongst himself and write up their answers as a group for the questions. Okay. Then he's um, he's. Okay, 15 minutes. Oh, fine. He says, uh, okay, we're ready to present. gentlemen. would you mind, little you know, ladies first, you know, 100%. Fine, good. Ladies first. Ladies, please speak. Pick a spokesperson. Okay, Leah is the spokesperson. Okay, Leah, um, um, before you start the question, this is, before you answer the questions, you know, Leah, um, tell me the names of the people in your group. He says, oh, there's Rocco, and there's Schpinza, and there's Kaya, right. Now tell me something about you know oh has three kids she's a soccer mom she has you know her husband has a very nice job and he she's able to go sprint she, she works she's a social worker you she know, has she's got four kids the oldest one is seventeen she's a little bit of ADD right, you know it's good you know, good fine then then he asks her for the you know the, the answers to the questions very good okay men please pick a spokesperson who says okay who says you know who says, says okay. Aaron's the spokesperson. So Aaron gets up and he says, you know, uh, Aaron, before we start, just tell me the answer people in your group. He says, I don't know. Okay. Um, tell me something about the people in your group. Says, I don't know. How long did it take you to answer questions? He says, that the questions take about six minutes to answer. All right. He says, oh, about six, like seven minutes. He says, okay, so what did you feel like other other, um, like, ten minutes? He says, we spoke about sports. <laughs> <laughs> he says okay ladies and gentlemen lesson number one women are relationship oriented beings and men are not he says it works every time <laughs> you get a group of ladies there, they're, gonna, they're going to ask each other the name they're going to hear about their lives they're going to share they're going to connect and men are going to stay in the little bubble and talk about sports safe topic and learning, you know, you know. Common, right? You know, talk about business. You know, now what's your name? Where you're from? You know, how many kids you got? Like, <laughs> they don't ask those questions. Like, you know, like you know, like you know. So, so, so difference number three. We had feeling versus logic. Solar systems is women are relationship oriented, men are or not. Which means women come into the marriage with a definite advantage over the men. They will understand you better than you understand them. When you say something, you know, you really mean this, and you want to say that, you know. A lot of times, they will know. When you're talking about yourself, they will know exactly what you're trying to say. So the challenge you are going to have over here is like when you want to like say positive things vis-a-vis her, and really you're upset about something. They're not stupid. <laughs> so we will work about that also. That's enough for you people to digest.